0: I'm Corey Novotny. I'm Brian Wells. And you're listening to He's Done It, a Mostly Sports Podcast. So the results of the yellow things and the red things drafts are in, and I'm excited to say that you and I both won. And it's actually—I didn't even think about it. You're wearing a yellow shirt. Was, I'm I, wearing a red shirt. I was you just won about the yellow to say things that. I, I won the red things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you're wearing—you're wearing red, and I'm wearing yellow. I didn't plan yeah. that whatsoever. <laughs>
0: no, it didn't. Yeah, it did not occur to me until just now. But uh, yeah, I'm not totally surprised with the results. Uh, I think that. With the yellow things, I was really kicking myself at the time during the draft. And then looking back on it when I let you get mac and cheese, and I I just like, I feel like that in the moment, I was like, man, that's really going to hurt my draft. And I don't think that, you know, Waffle House later in the fourth round was able to save me. So
1: I thought, it's funny, I think we had a really good fourth round. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Overall, that fourth round was great. You picked Waffle House, and I went with a sleeper pick and face emojis.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Benjamin with the the engagement ring. I think that was one where, like, you could tell which one his was, even if you didn't listen to the episode and at least knew who was on it. So uh, that definitely got him some votes. But it was interesting because I came in first in the red things. You came in last in the red things. You came in first in the yellow things. I came in last in the yellow things. So both of our guests were right in the middle.
1: My reds were Red Sox, Lightning McQueen, uh, I, i'm blanking on the other ones i and know, you know you i had up later yeah, yeah ketchup had uh, was
0: like my last red uh yeah red from um shushing oh
1: taylor swift oh and yeah the taylor red, swift album red yeah album. Album. and then red from morgan from uh morgan freeman and shawshank i thought that was a good list wow i got it, last in that wow so
0: well you had a good list i think part of it <laughs> so one thing that i i, I kind of somewhat regret looking back. I have two ways to look at it. One is I had drafts that I think I've won the most drafts. I won three out of six that we did, but I think that I also drafted too much with like an audience in mind and just thinking, okay, what's going to look good on a graphic? (laughs) This is going to
1: sound horrible, but I don't care about anyone out there, what they no, think. No, I think like, that's, I'm that's probably, probably the way to think. do it.
0: Yeah, and like <laughs> with top fives, I don't think about it because it's not a competition. But with drafts, it's like, oh, I feel like I'm trying to draft a really good list. And uh, it's also disappointing when I feel like I draft a good one and I don't get very good results out of it. But with the red things, I had a very not, or not very controversial. I just picked like Steak and Mario and YouTube. And, you know, you took the Red Sox, you took a Taylor Swift album Will took the Crimson Tide, Alabama. Like they're not a very uh, likable team, so I I think that kind of like skewed things in my favor. So I wasn't surprised to to win that one, but um doesn't necessarily mean that I, I enjoyed my draft more than some of the other fun things that were picked.
1: Yeah, I I will say that there are times where yeah I kind of want to compete, like you said, and, and try to try to quote unquote win, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There, there are time ton- the 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 Taylor Swift draft we did with it was us two and Kenny. See, for me, I I felt like I could, my list could have been so much different. I wouldn't have cared. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't I don't know if I even loved my team my my yeah your team or yeah your team team. Or I don't know. I don't even know if I love my choices that much because I could have gone with twenty different songs. Just being, right, and
0: I I was very fan. much going chalk with my draft and basically wanting to like pick songs that I knew were popular and uh and, yeah and I, I mean picked that...
1: some songs that were popular and some that were probably a little not as popular I don't
0: know oh I hadn't even heard a few of the songs both you and Kenny took I was like very surprised by it, by how that draft played out but yeah I mean I, I think it was it's fun to do those I, I enjoy doing those drafts I like um, I think you really need three people. I think if it's just two, it's it's not as it,
1: it was. It was fun when we did the uh the draft of like at drafting our own football team.
0: <laughs> oh, true, yeah. Which that way, it it did kind of make sense to go about it like that. Um, but
1: and and maybe that would have been even more fun if we did we had three people. But mm-hmm. I think yeah, pr- pretty much for the most part, entirely that uh, it's better to have three people when we when we do a draft,
0: right. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, makes it a little more of a challenge than going back and forth. Um and I, I guess, you know, one thing related to that Red Things draft. So, you know, Will picked Alabama. I don't know what the results would have been if people waited until after those football games for the voting. I, I assume you saw the Jalen Milro fourth and thirty
1: one play. I did not, no. You didn't? <laughs> no.
0: Did you hear about it? no <laughs> this is the first wow okay um yeah Alabama was losing to Auburn 24 to 20 with 35 seconds left they had fourth and goal from the 31 and he just threw it up to the end zone and they scored a touchdown it was, it was really bad defense by Auburn like they had no semblance of a pass rush They just let Milrose stand there and chuck it up and one of the guys got behind the defender and was able to pull it down
1: I got to watch that play afterwards. No- nothing yeah. will ever top the uh that that the kick return six. the kick yeah uh, the the that that missed field goal and then return it for six. I was watching it when it happened. Yeah, I, didn't I was just catch the highlights later. Uh, I was watching that game
0: I was as <laughs> when, well when
1: that play happened. I yeah, couldn't I believe think it, it. it was
0: it was right before South Carolina Clemson game. I know they were showing it in the stadium. Um, I wasn't there for the game because it was Thanksgiving. But yeah, I mean that that was like an iconic play. I think we had it as like a one or a two seed in our best moments of the the twenty tens uh, tournament thing we did a few years back. But you know it it's it doesn't necessarily make up for it but i think that alabama at least has something they can say as like a miraculous you know fourth and goal from the 31 you never see that picked up <laughs> so um it's going to be very interesting to see what the committee does if Alabama beats Georgia because we could very much end up in a scenario where you have a 12-1 Alabama SC champ and a 12-1 Texas Big 12 champ and Texas has a head-to-head win back in week two in September and Bama has they're playing better football and they're the SCC and it just feels crazy to think that the committee wouldn't have an SCC team in the playoff
1: kind of unrelated but you know how last year Michigan beat Ohio State Mm-hmm. but ohio state still made it as a four seed yeah can that same thing still happen or are there it would are too take,
0: many? i mean it would take a lot of chaos like last year there just weren't as many dominant teams like too many conferences were just cannibalizing themselves so the pac-12 and the acc it just left it open this year there but just this year there too are more many good teams yeah i mean you have well because so we're recording this before the committee is going to release their rankings i imagine they're still going to leave georgia one michigan two maybe they flip-flop them and then it's gonna be washington florida state all four of them are undefeated so it's, right. and then you have like a handful of one lost teams if oregon beats washington they're getting in and then texas alabama beating georgia like it, it, it just it would take way too many losses like michigan would have to lose to iowa texas would have to lose oregon and washington and like something crazy would have to happen in that one for them both to be kept out it just seems unrealistic for a non-conference champ to get in when all five power five conferences should have a playoff worthy champion which doesn't gotta have happen.
1: to yeah once the once they expanded to 12 teams this would have been the perfect year
0: to go to 12 very yeah. frustrating that it, this is all happening this year because we could have such a good 12 team playoff and like yeah some of these games like maybe they lose a little bit of the intrigue but the difference between having like a buy versus not having a buy i think would be enough to still make these teams want to go out and win this week so uh, definitely gonna be good having it next year and uh I'm excited to see what plays out next weekend with the conference championship games. And we'll find out from there what our 14 field is for the last time. So, um, because we did the yellow things and the red things draft last week released that we did not record a, an episode, uh, reacting to the latest from NFL, which was week 11. And I was kind of back and forth on it. It was like, man, I was, would I wish that we had things reversed or like how things would have played out. And, um, I, because we didn't record, I didn't have a chance to give an immediate reaction to the big Steelers news that Matt Canada was finally fired. Because uh, I, I definitely would have had a lot of thoughts to say on that. Obviously, I've been anti-Canada pretty much since the beginning in 2021. I feel like I've been calling for him to be fired before he even finished one season, let alone two and going into a third. But... I've also been pretty vocal that I'm having questions about Kenny Pickett and, you know, how much of the, like, how much of it really is all Canada versus just having a quarterback is not very good. And I don't want to sit here and overreact to just a single game, but. The fact that the Steelers, after going forty-four games under Canada, fifty-eight in a row without four hundred yards, were able to do it in the first game without him—it just—it's objectively. It's, pr- hilarious. it's probably not
1: a coincidence. It right, definitely it, plays a part. Uh, Granted, the the opponent they played. Yeah, Bengals are with, not a
0: great defense.
1: Yeah, that with and they already don't have Burrow, which I know offense but still yeah
0: i mean yeah. It, yeah right it it definitely plays a role there it gives just, the offense just more time to be for, on the for field for the entire team and right
1: so it definitely plays a part who they played I mean, they still only scored 16 points so it's yeah i know scoring like
0: they, is still an issue
1: scoring is still an issue for them but yeah it's probably not a coincidence that for the first time in forever <laughs> really just what since canada was let go that they were able to get 400 yards It's probably not a coincidence.
0: Right, right. So week two of twenty twenty was the last regular season game. So basically an entire season under Randy Feekner. There's a reason why, you know, he was let go, but the last four hundred yard game was the playoff game against the Browns, so the Sealers fell behind twenty eight to nothing and were just, you know, pushing it downfield every play, trying to get back into it. So technically the, the Sealers last two four hundred yard games were the last game without Canada as O. C. and the first game since he's been fired. <laughs>
1: that's that's brutal. That's yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it's
0: one of those things where I started to feel bad for him at times, just like with all the fire Canada chants, not just at Steelers games and at Penguins games, and like just out in the streets. It just got to the point where it was just it became a little too much, and the fact, yeah, right, and the fact that the Steelers, it just felt like okay, maybe these guys are also just really bad, but Kenny Pickett played arguably the best game of his career statistically it's the second most yards he's thrown for and the most was a 52 pass attempt game the one time he went over 300 and a blowout loss to the bills it definitely shows that he hasn't had a whole lot of great starts given his best one is only 278 yards and no touchdowns but uh, I mean it's hard to look at the Steelers offense on Sunday compared to what we've been seeing all season long, seeing them use the middle of the field, use play action, was, the passing chart. It just the, looks the, normal. looks like any other quarterback. is yeah. a big one. Cause
1: you see all the spray charts uh-huh. of when Canada was there and you just see all the, the dots on the yep, sidelines, all the way on the sidelines, barely or down the, the field. Scrimmage. Yeah, right. It just looks While like a
0: pancake.
1: They actually use the middle of the field. <laughs> Fryer moot out of nowhere gets hundred plus yards after being out for two months.
0: Yeah, my brother was very frustrated when he realized that you started him in fantasy. <laughs> I don't know if you <laughs> just saw it come in, like they're going <laughs> to start throwing him now that Canada's gone or how that works out, but um obviously yeah, that, I mean that he was, had the best was, game of I, I
1: definitely saw that coming it's not like I lost my other tight end <laughs> just, <laughs> was hoping just forced for to play him yeah that, that uh, was that was total skill not no luck at all there
0: yeah no that that makes sense I, I didn't see who was on your bench instead or who would have been there normally for you but uh I mean it, it's definitely encouraging at the least and reason to at least think that okay maybe the Steelers are actually be somewhat watchable on offense the rest of the way because the last the first 11 games it was bad as Steelers fans and the rest of the country just could not wait for this guy to go because yeah, it's t- not the, a fun team to watch
1: yeah, take out the Rams game because because I think their offense looked respectable and
0: even that, that was only like the fourth quarter of the yeah game. <laughs> it's like they but, give you one quarter a game at best
1: yeah, but some games they don't even give you a quarter. They give you like a like, like a drive, <laughs> a drive, right? Not uh, even a quarter, <laughs> like a quarter right. of a quarter.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, in this game, it, like it was, it was four quarters of the offense moving the ball. Uh, there were three drives that ended in relatively short field goals two and punts in Bengals territory and then you had the the Jalen Warren fumble I know that play is getting very scrutinized with uh Deontay Johnson's reaction to it after that Uh, touchdown like Jake
1: Hutler all over again him just standing yeah
0: yeah right and it's one of those things where like it shouldn't have happened um the Steelers should have challenged it. And, you know, by all accounts, according to Gene Sarator and, you know, everyone else, it should have been a touchdown catch, even with the ball coming out, just, you know, with the latest catch rules. But still, I mean, it's a bad effort play. And, you know, he's trying to play it off and I, on Twitter now, and say, like, oh, I didn't know that the, that the ball was out.
1: That was a brutal sequence there because it went from Deontay dropping a touchdown that should have been a touchdown to Mm -hmm. the next play Jalen Warren fumbles it on third down which yeah you you go from seven points to all right maybe we'll get three here to you don't even get any points
0: I know yeah so it's like the team left points on the board is really the reality of this and that's something that still needs to happen needs to turn those short field goals into touchdowns and i mean the the three other uh you know punts and then the turnover there like there were opportunities you'd also say the one Najee harris touchdown the refs threw a flag for holding on durnell washington the replay made it look like he held but they picked up the flag and didn't call it for whatever reason so it things maybe kind of balance out a little there but the reality is i mean there's at least optimism there's encouragement there's reason moving forward to think okay this isn't going to be a team that just needs the defense to play out of their minds to win a game um even though you know the the score of this one would suggest otherwise i think it's just uh looking at you know the box score and the stats and just the eye test the sealers offense looks so much better without matt canada and it, i agree it Can't just be a coincidence, (laughs) even if it's just one game, just given the timing of it.
1: And then Najee looked at probably his best game of the year because he's been pretty much outplayed by Jalen Warren all year. Well, this was probably the first game. Not the first game, but uh, it probably was, actually, where he he clearly outplayed Jalen Warren.
0: Right, because even in his best games, it was like Warren still had better stats on him. And I think that... So, I've been a very big Najee apologist. I think I loved him when he was drafted. Like, he was the guy I wanted the Steelers to take at 24. I didn't think that there was an offensive lineman worth taking at that pick. Looking back, I don't necessarily know that I feel any different. But I understand the frustration of seeing Najee just get hit in the backfield, and then Jalen Warren comes in, and the offense is actually able to do something. So, It's encouraging to specifically see him play well um, under the new coordinator and hope that the scheme, like, you know, between Eddie Faulkner and uh, Mike Sullivan, whoever's behind everything, because it's weird to have a different coordinator and a different play caller. But regardless, I think that there's reasons to believe Najee Harris moving forward will not just be some guy that everyone hates on and says Jalen Warren should replace him and get way more touches and stuff. I do think that those two can continue to complement them complement each other really well pat Fryermuth over the middle maybe he's worth keeping in your starting lineup moving forward and then it's still just uh, getting deontay johnson and george pickens more involved i think that's still the the next piece of the puzzle but there's there's positive signs and i think that the very least there's reasons to kind of look at this team and say you know Maybe they can be like the seven and four team they are, which I don't even know in today's NFL what a seven and four team looks like because it's them and the Browns and they're basically the same team. So it's, uh, you know, you have a lot of bad teams in the league, bad coaches, oh, bad
1: everything. Uh, so. half, half, the teams, half the teams in the league suck.
0: And uh, even I, the good teams have that. all these flaws. Even on some them. <laughs> of the good
1: teams that are in the playoffs, I'm like, really? The, like the Steelers being one of them? Like, really? Seven and four? Yeah, Um, no, and I... I, It it just sucks, because I remember before the Browns game, I said to myself, like, all right, the Steelers, I I don't... Yes, their record's good, but I don't think they're as good as their record is, and hey, these next two games are tests. Let's see how they do against Deshaun Watson and Joe Burrow, or not. Let's (laughs) see how they fare against DTR Uh, and Jake Browning, yeah.
0: Right, yeah, (laughs) and I mean, like, the defense played great against both of them. The offense horrible reason why Canada got fired like thank you Cleveland your Super Bowl led to the Steelers Super Bowl which gives the Steelers an actual you know going from zero percent to one percent chance of going to the Super Bowl if the offense can actually get clicking in these next six games um but yeah, I mean I I understand it. Like the Celia I don't really take the Celia seriously right now in terms of being a contender. I want them to make the playoffs and hopefully make some noise there, but it, it's all about the long term. Yeah, And you know, if that, Kenny that's Pickett That's what I would hope for too. Yeah, I mean if Kenny Pickett can prove to be a good quarterback, then, that's it.
1: Cuz just looking at the opponents of who they could potentially face, uh, and no matter no matter what year it is, Steelers Ravens is always even if the Ravens are better Th- th- yeah. those games are always low scoring and close to the very end and you never know what can happen
0: right and even years when the Steelers are better than the ravens like they've they've managed to lose to them so i mean that's one you the definition of throughout the record books on those two teams play each other and they could very much be headed on a crash course or week 18 sunday night football on nbc to decide the division so uh yeah i mean it's also one of those things where like, the Sealers should win a lot of their games coming up. The Cardinals and the Patriots at home. Then the Colts and the, the Bengals again at home with Jake Browning. And then at Seattle, who, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll talk about some of these other teams before at Baltimore. Sealers are definitely in, in good shape if the offense can be good enough and the defense can be great, which the defense has been great the past few weeks. So um, it would be really bad if the Sealers don't make the playoffs. And at that point, it becomes more of an expectation to actually do something when you get there. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll continue to talk about them moving forward, and uh, you know, your Patriots, like they lost this week, but that was really a win for them, right? <laughs> Losing oh, for to sure. the Giants, yeah. <laughs>
1: the, the second that kick missed, i was like, hey, that's what we got to do. We got to tank. We got to we got to be in the top of the draft. Uh, looks like I, I don't want to say lock. But it's close to a lock in terms of getting a, at least the third pick in the draft because the next uh, worst best team, however you look at it, is has four wins and they have two. Yeah, right. Along with the Cardinals and then the Panthers slash Bears <laughs> uh, have one. So yeah, it mm-hmm. seems like a top three pick is a. Uh, is very likely at this moment, which is which is nice. <laughs> so yeah, a loss is a win, like <laughs> like that SpongeBob uh, scene. We stink, we stink. <laughs> yeah, I mean That's it's how I one feel of those. About
0: it. Yeah, no, and I I get it. Like coming into the season, you know, there's at least a slight hope of something, but also relatively low expectations, especially looking at the rest of the division. And then as the season played out, it's like, man, this team actually might be really bad. And now it's at the point where it's like, I who can they beat? You can't beat Tommy DeVito yeah, I, and the Giants. I,
1: it got to a, so. it's gotten to a point where, before this game, so la, uh, weeks or not last week, uh, a few weeks ago when they played the Colts, I really thought the Colts would win and they did. Mm-hmm. But even coming into this game, I'm thinking to myself, okay, the Patriots are one of the worst teams in the NFL, but there are select few teams that I would still take the Patriots over. One of them was the Giants. <laughs> yeah. I I really thought they were going to win this game because. God, you got a third-string quarterback uh, against a, a roster I genuinely believe is not as good as the Patriots. <laughs> like, I, really I know they're
0: both really as, bad. Yeah, that, that's and like that the Giants' injuries, ev- everything. Dexter like, Lawrence is not playing. Yeah, they're just they're not. They even don't have close, Waller. They're not even close to the team who made the playoffs last year. And even that team that made the playoffs is like this roster isn't a playoff team. No. So, yeah, right. Yeah, and they so- they still managed to to pull out a gross ten seven win.
1: Two weeks in a row, where the Patriots, they give up ten points and they still can't win. Yeah, I it's saw that pathetic. teams are
0: one hundred and fifty-two this, or one hundred fifty and two this year when allowing ten points or fewer. And the two, and of course, the Patriots just happened to, to be the, the Patriots t- lost <laughs> the team games. that lost yeah. both those games. That's uh, great. Uh, yeah, two in a row. I know, which, it, yeah, you don't see that happen very often. Ten to six and ten to seven. So
1: it's just, it's it's just pathetic because. So we talked about the Giants roster, how. Very mediocre, they were uh, making even though they were a playoff team. It's like, wow, this this is not a playoff roster. And then it shows this year, and then they have injuries, and they're now like one of the worst teams in the league. But if you look at the Patriots, especially offensively, okay, you have Juju and Devontae Parker out there, that's your two starting receivers. Ramondre is out there, Mac Jones is out there, sort of. Uh, and then <laughs> Uh-huh. your whole you're pretty much your whole whole lot like, this is what i'm trying to say is that injuries aren't a huge thing offensively it's like this no, is it's... your starting ro- starting lineup yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it's very the much
0: to the defensive side of the ball like matthew judon and kristen gonzalez like those guys being back i think would make somewhat of a difference but it's not i mean you're giving it's, up but it's 10 on the scoreboards
1: 10 points yeah.
0: right so it doesn't really matter and it's it's one of those things where i think that the Patriot hater has to be thinking to themselves like, okay, this team really sucks right now, but would Caleb Williams like bring in Caleb Williams, new head coach, new would GM change, caps. Would it like, is, could everything? it change overnight? Like how quickly could this team get back? Like, is this, does this the, the break in the dynasty? And then it starts up again. Like, I, I don't know what to think of this team right now, but yeah, just
1: having a quarterback surrounding him with nothing. Yeah. I, I, Give me Caleb Williams for sure. I know his. Uh, he's definitely got some red flags with his his attitude. Uh, there's. I definitely question that for sure. But I don't question. the I talent. do as well.
0: Now the talent is definitely there. So I mean the Patrick Mahomes comparisons I think are very much valid. The guy won the Heisman Trophy last year. I know this year like you know hasn't gone. His passer ring is better this team, year, but I know. Yeah, he's been awesome. His defense is even worse. So um, I I think there's a lot of issues as to why you know. Trojans, I think, went seven and five this year, despite having lofty expectations as a potential like national championship threat. Uh, yeah, Caleb I, Williams I think, isn't necessarily part of I think having
1: that. a you want to develop your quarterback. You don't want him getting killed right away, just ruin the guy's confidence. No matter who it is, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I know, I know the Bengals. Burrow, well, he got injured his first year, but I mean, he's he's totally turned that franchise around. No, but he was look, really good at, like, as a Andrew rookie Luck, too. He was a Uh, guy. I loved Andrew Luck. Uh, And I kind of hate how his career ended where, okay, he was awesome, but the Colts straight up ruined him not having an old line out there. And then, like, his weapons were what? T.Y. Hilton and then a bunch of scrubs?
0: (laughs) Right. I know. He's, he's like, one of those guys. Like, he was a generational talent. And I don't think there's a reason to say he wasn't a generational talent, but he never is going to have the same type of accolades. because yeah, he didn't to... play long enough, and he just was not in a good enough situation to be able to play well for a long time. So
1: Yeah, yeah so yeah, you worry about that when, okay, if they take Williams or May or whomever, and then don't surround him with them enough. So I, I totally mm. get that, but... I do want them to take. It. If I would like them to get the number one pick, but the the Panthers are so Panthers, so yeah, bad. right.
0: It is. It's funny looking back. Like throughout the year, I feel like very early on we were to- talking about so many other teams and just how bad they were in their future. And meanwhile, the Panthers, like they are the biggest disaster of any team right now. Firing Frank right after eleven games, they're gonna lose the number one overall pick in all likelihood. The whole Bryce Young versus CJ Stroud, like that, looks like they made the wrong choice. It's going to take a a lot for things to turn around. Like their their offensive line is terrible. Their only good player of note on offense is what thirty year old Adam Thielen. Uh like yeah. their defense. Their best player, Brian Burns, is probably going to leave in free agency. Their owner, David Tepper, is just like he's oh, clown a clown show. Like, yeah, it's it's really I, I, bad. I I, I,
1: to- I don't have anything to back it up, but I totally believe that. The coach, uh, like Frank Reich, McCown, whomever the coaching staff, they probably wanted to take Stroud. And look, I, if 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 you switch the two, I'm I'm not gonna pre- say that. Oh, CJ Stroud would be rookie of the year, and the Panthers would be, well, maybe in that division they'd be at. Near the they, top, I know they would be more of a threat at that division, uh, maybe. But I don't know. I I don't think it's as easy to say Stroud would be so great in in, in this on this freaking team. Uh, right no I I do
0: agree with that I think it'd be a
1: little bit closer but it it does look yeah Stroud was the right choice
0: yeah and I don't think like it's not like the Texans are like some world-beating team that was a quarterback away like they were also in really bad shape and I, I think that's definitely something that goes in Stroud's favor they've been able to overcome a bad offensive line getting injured and you know, they've they've made the most of some of their young weapons. Like the you know, obviously Tank Dell's look great, Nico Collins has been a big addition for them, Robert Woods has actually shown something, Dalton Schultz, like they they've they made some good moves. The Panthers yeah. have just had everything go wrong that could go wrong. Um, yeah,
1: but speak but speaking so, <laughs> of the Panthers though, uh mm-hmm. so Frank Reich and the coaching staff, they're in their first year. Yeah, right out of the gate. They just rip the band aid off and say, See you later. Like thank you. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just they just uh, move on. If it like, if it doesn't work, they just move on. I, I know it's not total apples to apples, but uh, I don't know. It's not working in New England right now, and I know that Belichick. Yes, he's he's accomplished so much, and um, he probably deserves to play out the year, just given what he's accomplished. But at the same time, if it's gonna be this this bad, where Man, it, off a of bye week against a rookie quarterback, you how can you possibly lose in this spot? Tommy DeVito, <laughs> and off a of bye week, and you still can't do anything. Yeah, uh, as a team, it's, it's it's that's bad. It's so bad, and I I feel bad for Mac Jones at this point. Where I, I'm, when when they took him in the 15th overall a few years ago, uh, I I'm, I remember I I did not care for the pick and didn't think he was much of a playmaker, kind of a noodle arm, uh, underwhelming talent and i i didn't think he'd be i didn't think he'd be the guy. I never felt so sad about being right about a take. <laughs> I uh-huh. I just I hate I hate it. Like i i don't i don't even feel justice or joy in in that take, right? Cause, yeah,
0: I mean, why would you? You're watching the fruits of the labor you know with that take being two and nine and getting benched for bailey zappy and
1: it's just it, it doesn't oh, and and the dysfunction just continues yeah like it, it's not that they're just a bad like not talented team they're now a dysfunctional organization and now it gets worse the dysfunction gets worse because i have two two weeks to decide who who should start the game and you can't even decide until the last minute and like who cares who you pick? They both suck. <laughs> just yeah, pick a no. guy. It doesn't matter uh, which one you pick, and, and, and well, you're not playing mind games with the other team when when those are your choices. It's not what chess checkers that that I don't know. It, it was stupid mm-hmm. how that was all handled. And it's and it's just a disservice to your own team because. On your own team, especially offensively, wouldn't you want to know who's the starting quarterback? Yeah,
0: Come right. On. Well, and it, it, some of the players have been back and forth on whether or not they agree or disagree. Yeah, with, but uh, but the fact
1: that it's a mixed answer is that tells you that yeah was, they're not all on the not same everyone
0: page. right not everyone really knew what was happening and you know they're waiting for the week to play out and whatever it, it is it's such a wild situation to have mac jones get benched before a two-minute drill and then have a bye week and then he is the starting quarterback and it's not announced until the day of the game that he's starting it, I, 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 yeah. I
1: don't want him to be out there anymore for his own sake right oh because, no he shouldn't be out there because if, if you keep putting him out there and he keeps sucking like he does and throwing horrible horrible picks like he does back off of his back foot, mm-hmm. the way he's like he's completely broken. And if you keep putting him out there and then you keep benching him mid game like we've seen now four five times now this year, you're you're doing a disservice to him. And if if they let's say they started Zappy start to finish and he plays poorly like uh, Mac Jones would all the blame would people would look at bill for all this blame and i'm not saying people aren't blaming him cuz people are he's but, definitely getting a lot of blame but yeah. he's kind of using mac jones as a shield a little in a way that he, put, he puts him out yeah, there right. and he th- looks the way he does like see look, he's an easy look, target easy target yeah exactly
0: yeah no, I mean, I, I totally get it. It's like you're doing a disservice to Mac Jones. And also, like, the Patriots, the, the more he goes out there and looks this poorly, the less likely a team is going to want to give up any type of compensation to bring him in themselves. If, so it,
1: it, The compensation would be a, like, late-round pick.
0: Yeah, right, which, yeah. I mean, at this point, is probably... I don't even know what it would be, but he'd almost have to just be straight up released, which I think is is less ideal than even just getting like a 6th or 7th swap. And, you know, maybe something can come of that. But... Yeah, no, and I think the one saving grace of the Patriots is they did not trade up to take Mac Jones. They did not give up future picks. They just fell to their laps at 15. So it's easier to pull the plug. And that's why, you know, the Panthers are in more of a panic situation because they don't have their first round pick uh, next year. Whereas the the Patriots, it's tanking is good because they get to keep whatever pick it, it leads to so
1: they'll probably just take a tackle again <laughs> they could
0: yeah there's definitely some guys out <laughs> there a, it's a
1: loaded tackle draft a course of all years right
0: yeah i know i i think that if the Patriots get a top three pick and they don't take one of caleb williams drake may and marvin or, harrison or Jr., marvin harrison Jr., I, would be... I would want
1: one of those three i'll admit drake may I, I i look i'm not a college football fan like you are so i would like your opinion or other people's opinions uh because I'm not watching North Carolina football. No, I um, get it. And, I, I yeah. have watched some some of Caleb Williams and uh, that Notre Dame game sort of sticks out, which is not right. great. But I believe in his talent. I just don't know if I trust uh, his ego, um, <laughs> attitude, and all that.
0: Yeah, no, I I get it. I also it, it at least makes him kind of unlikable and someone that could be easy to root against, especially if you end up end up in that situation where it's you're rooting for one of those guys. Cause they're on your team you gotta hope if I had the that he's first pick though other. I'm still
1: taking him because if you right if you pass on him and he still he ends up being a you just look like an idiot
0: <laughs> right I know you you have to take Caleb Williams with that first pick if you're going to go quarterback it'll be interesting to see what the Bears do because I mean they their pick would be via Carolina and if you know I know they they won last night they got to four and eight Justin Fields in a nice game-winning drive you could probably say score a touchdown. that touchdown
1: well, I guess it depends on how you feel about fields, especially uh-huh. if you don't think he can throw, <laughs> but, um, I don't know if he took, so they have their own pick too, yes. and that's a top five pick, right? Right. What if they took Marvin Harrison and Brock Bowers? So you, 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 give you him set two up weapons. your quarterback with two stud weapons along with There the you Jay go. Moore. Like maybe yeah. that's a plan.
0: Right. Or, you know, give him one of the tackles along with the other one. So, right. Right, They're, they they have options, and I think that's the one thing that's nice for the Bears right now. Like they don't have to take a quarterback, but they also could take. a quarterback. They probably should, to be honest,
1: him. especially if Fields is turning it turning it over like he did yesterday.
0: I think that they should as well. I think that Caleb Williams, you know, if he falls to them, like he he should be the guy. Like they yeah. should you, take him. I, mean, but, I was
1: just saying you could talk yourself into a different different option. Like they have, right. they have options. Uh, they have two top really high picks and their options at quarterback or tackle or receiver or whatever. So
0: Yeah, and also so one thing that I have found myself bothered by is seeing particularly Steelers fans talking about, oh, is this quarterback first round? Like should the Steelers take this guy in the first round? It's it's November. We still have the Combine. We still have Pro Days. Like, we still have the full uh, Conference Championship game playoffs. Like, the college football season isn't even over. I think it's so early to try to break down some of these. And I I, I get it. You want to look at mock drafts and everything and think about it, but... Because There's so I'm, much uh, still to play out.
1: Because I'm a hardcore football fan and I have no life. Uh, I I like the draft. <laughs> no, I love uh, the I, draft too. I, I, I just... love the draft. But I, this is going to this, this sound stupid, and I think I've said it in the past before. I love the draft, but I hate draft talk, <laughs> especially if it's this early.
0: I think it's it's way too early to be talking like any, like things change so I'm, much. Like, so I'm no, quickly. I'm no
1: scout. I'm not going to pretend to be right. one and t- talking about people's um pro days i'm I'm not for that but the draft intrigues me uh like on the day of
0: yeah no and i i, I feel the same way i like the build-up to it especially in those few weeks where it's coming up and you kind of start to like go through and think about guys but like when you know where you're picking and you see all of these guys perform in you yeah. know like senior bowl combine pro days everything that's when i think it's more reasonable to get into it just seeing like some random Steelers fans that pop up my For You page on Twitter being like, oh, could the Steelers get Bo Nix in the second round? Or is he a first round quarterback? Like, what are we even talking about? How do we know where he ranks? And it's just like, okay, so you're going to draft Bo Nix at what, 20 overall, the same place They're, you took Kenny Pickett? Like, w-
1: that's just after, after way too Williams early and, to be talking about that. After Williams and May, a lot of the quarterbacks are all over the place right uh, McCarthy and Jaden Daniels
0: yeah Michael uh, Penix like they're it's way too early to know where these guys are gonna line up so <laughs> I, I just think it's it's a ridiculous exercise right now you can talk about those top two you can talk about Harris and some of the others at the very top I, I, of the draft but like debating on like the fifth versus a sixth quarterback right now it just it makes zero in, sense in, in
1: November like yeah, not, not right. like not like a week before the draft, which is when no. I get it. Which right? No, I at that point talk, it's way more fair. When, when it's when it's when the draft is coming up, I I totally get it, and even I get into it. I'll read some mocks. I'll s- see what some Patriots insiders, beat guys, are saying. Like who, who I do the same. It should take I, or will take.
0: Right, but, but it's just but
1: but this early. See, I I don't want to get into it this early, but the Patriots <laughs> suck I know, so I get much it. that yeah. I can't uh, help but think about it and. Actually, right. this like, this is the most I've, I've talked about prospects <laughs> like as yeah, early probably. As, as this, early this, this early because year. I yeah. have to look at
0: it now. Uh-huh. I now know. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. And I can't even say, like, oh, this is a reason for you to keep up with, you know, college football this weekend in the playoffs, because none of these guys are playing that we're talking oh. about. <laughs> so, um Yeah. But anyway, um, I think that's uh, enough to talk about the Steelers and the Patriots and, you know, the Panthers and the Bears and some of these other teams. Let's talk about other action from week 12. And uh, this week we had no buys. So we had all 32 teams playing. And a big part of that was you had Thanksgiving Day, three games, Black Friday. You had another game. And uh, I figured let's talk about those games. And one way to do that is to just go through and talk about our biggest winners and losers from those four games that are primetime, however you want to call them, like, they had the spotlight everybody was watching them so how about you start and i'm and we're going to do this i'm going to have you give a biggest winner and a biggest loser and then i'll give mine with the goal of trying to address all four games and we'll see oh, if we're you okay. can pull it off
1: so one winner one loser and then you go with yep. one winner and one loser do we mm-hmm. do we pick, do we get two choices or like or is it really like just a backup? One and one? yeah i mean <laughs> cuz i had two for I, I had two winners. Are they the
0: same team, same I, game? Like, I
1: read the question wrong. I was thinking it would be two winners and two losers for each of us. Oh, so, okay. That's, that's You start
0: with one. If I don't give yours, like we can okay. go back about others. And, okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, biggest winner, this might be too obvious, but I'm going to go with Dak Prescott. Uh, he's yep on fire right now. And, look, the Cowboys are kind of like my, the Miami Dolphins of the NFC where – if they play a bad team, they are going to pounce <laughs> on that team. Every
0: and, every week they do it. Yeah.
1: And so, I don't want to say like Dak, I, I don't know. Like we we've seen him against teams like San Francisco where he turns into a puddle, but if you face him against a terrible team, oh they're they're going to kill it. But even so, he still deserves credit. He's been playing incredible football in the past, I would say what, 6 plus weeks now and Deserves to be an MVP MVP conversation, not the MVP, but probably top five or so. Yeah, right now. absolutely should be in he it. Deserves right now. it. Um, yeah. So four touchdowns, even against a crappy Washington secondary, it's still he still deserves credit. Right. You know, he, he he takes advantage of, week, of the situation. Just these past couple months, and so, right. so yeah, I think he's the biggest winner uh, in Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I think that's a great answer. Uh, I so I have for a while been kind of a, a Dak Prescott hater, and that I don't believe in his chances to you know win a Super Bowl. Basically, thinking, and I think part of that is just the Cowboys as a team. Like something's gonna go wrong, and he oh, always I, seems I, to be at I, the center I, of it somehow.
1: I hung on, I hung on to them, <laughs> like them and the Chargers, way too long. <laughs> Yeah, I know, and I and they're sort of like pulling me back in a little bit, but I I, I Uh, still like Philly and San Francisco more than them. But Dallas,
0: I'm fully pulled back in. Like I'll say that and (laughs) it's easy to say right now, and it's like I'm taking them seriously. And and part of it was the fact that they played so well against the Eagles, and I know they lost in crushing fashion, but it's just like just seeing them. Like they've looked so much better since that Forty Nine ers game that had a chance to completely derail their season. Like. You know, with the way Dak Prescott and the whole team played. And they've been awesome ever since that game. And that Eagles loss is the only loss that they very easily could have won. So, you know, this is something that they have this four-game stretch coming up. Um, in Starting week 14, Eagles at Bills at Dolphins. And then at home against the Lions, those four games, you're either going to walk away being like, this is the best team in the NFC or all right. Yeah, they're back down to normal. Like Cowboys against good teams are just not the same. Like they're not going to play these, you know, four and six teams in the, the playoffs. So we can't take them seriously.
1: Well, right. they could play a four and six team if they be, could be the right. top they, wild card and they, get they to could face play the Falcons or Saints. Right. And then they would just
0: have to go into Philly or San Francisco the following week. And, you know, who knows what would happen there. But, yeah, I mean, that could certainly play out. Same thing as last year go out, blow out the sub 500 NFC self team in the wild card round, and then just completely collapse in the divisional round. So, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, uh, yeah, Dak Prescott uh, definitely a good winner for this week.
1: All right, and then Biggest Loser. Look, look I'm gonna go with Jared Goff <laughs> because he's been turning the ball over like crazy these past two weeks, and it would be easy for me, for, as someone that was a Jared Goff hater when he was with the Rams, it would be easy for me to say, "Oh, he sucks. He's back to being his old Jared Goff self." But yeah, no, he's he's had too good of a, too big of a good sample size with Detroit that I think it's just a little bit of a, uh. I don't know, just a two-week, bad two-week stretch where um, I think they'll still turn it around or still be good, probably still win the division, especially if Minnesota's losing to Chicago of all <laughs> yeah, right. teams. Uh-huh. So I think those, they'll still be fine. But these past couple of weeks have been concerning for Detroit. And also, uh, you know, I made it all the way to week 12 in Survivor. I just happened to pick Detroit. Yeah, a great Oh, great no, that's yeah, yeah. That's tough. And so uh-huh. I guess I'm a loser in that in that way, too. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I, I get it. That, that was a very disappointing effort for the Lions this week. And look, th- yeah, Jared Goff in the Lions' offense was bad against the Bears, but the Bears let them back in the game, and they managed to pull off uh, a victory, just very improbably. And the Packers are, I guess, just a better team than the Bears, and they did not let them do that. So uh, definitely the a Packers tough look for the that Lions game right now. more than Detroit. They did.
1: Not, like thinking bad because the, the Packers are on the verge of. Making a playoff push while Detroit, right? like, all right, we, we're we're nine and two. Like, if we lose today, whatever, we're nine and three or, or eight and three. Sorry. Uh, yeah, they're
0: eight and three now. But, eight and three. Uh, yeah. So, well, for the Lions' sake, it basically puts them in in really difficult position to be able to get the one seed, and then even getting the two seed. Like, if they have to play both Philly and San Francisco on the road, it, it's going to make their playoff path much more difficult versus if they could at least get them at home maybe that could be a big difference for them so or if um, they're
1: even just a 3 seed cuz NFC 3 seeds have lost like six straight years now
0: oh that's actually yeah fair point <laughs> so i <laughs> you I don't, don't want to be a
1: 3 seed in the NFC
0: <laughs> no no i don't necessarily know who the uh 6 seed will be um it'd be it'd... Gonna...
1: well if if the season ended today it would be Seattle it would be Seattle okay so. They did lose two at home. <laughs> Granted, it was an right. overtime, but.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, the, the Lions, I do still think that they're in good shape, at least being able to win the NFC North, and, you know, make the yeah, playoffs I... and everything. But definitely, like, it, this is a kind they, of loss. They feel, that...
1: they feel one and done-ish. They do. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Like, the past two weeks have not been great for them. Um, and I mean, the Packers certainly feel like a team that could sneak into the playoffs, especially if Jordan Love continues to play like he has. Um, he certainly I don't know what be, to think of Jordan of the Love. <laughs> there no? are weeks
1: where it's like, wow, this guy's great. He, he looks like the next he looks like the next guy he looks like the real deal. And then there are weeks where it's just how is this guy playing?
0: Right. But I think the past few weeks have all been really good weeks where he's he's just getting better. So, yeah, but that's but what I, we thought
1: in the, like the first month of the no, year. No, I get it. You're stretch, right. I know. Like cr- uh, crap. <laughs> right. No,
0: it, it's possible he can just be bad again. But I do think for, at least in this moment, I'm starting to kind of believe in him being a an all-right all quarterback at the very least in Green Bay. And um, definitely... You know the Packers. I think it was easy to write them off a month ago, but they find themselves very much, at least, in contention for getting one of those. Yeah, last I think playoffs. I think
1: they have a legitimate shot of making a playoff push, especially if Seattle and Minnesota start to struggle the, the way they have. These both of them have are have lost their last two games. Yeah, and and while a team like Green Bay is uh, could make the playoffs still,
0: right? So. Um. definitely, I mean, uh, Packers are a big winner to, to be able to talk about a different game here. So I, I feel, I guess I kind of hurt myself with this because I, I have a better argument almost for losers than winners, but I'm just going to say a winner here. San Francisco 49ers like uh, going into Seattle on Thursday night. I, I know they were favorites, but they just blew them out. And to me, like this is a team that we see like they had that little stretch there when you know Trent Williams and Deebo yeah, Samuel I, and like they were hurt, but they, they lost the best three straight games in football and I, I, I never panicked. On them. I I did I still because looked it, well, at it's them one of those as, things they guys get
1: Two or three team in the NFC.
0: I know. Well, and it's one of those things where if those guys get hurt, they don't look the same. But if they stay healthy, I mean they're three point favorite on the road in Philly on Sunday. And the Eagles are ten and one. Like I I think that this is a huge statement win for the Niners. Not just winning this game, but winning as convincingly as they did. So
1: I'll admit, I look more at Seattle. Uh, right,
0: and I would have put them uh, as the them biggest losing, loser. Just the way uh, they
1: lost, though, they, they weren't even competitive. And I know Gino's probably not a hundred percent right now, but and I know San Francisco is our, one of the best, maybe arguably the best. But I don't know, just to lay a complete egg. Uh, granted, yes, Gino's not healthy, and it's Thursday night. Who wants to play on Thursday night, even if it's Thanksgiving? But I don't know, that was that wasn't even competitive. It's
0: no, it cool. wasn't. And I mean, Seattle has a really rough stretch. Oh, that's brutal.
1: So. I, 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 I definitely, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I love their, ch- even though they're a sixth seed right now, I don't know. I feel about their chances just given their schedule. And, uh, you know, they lose to the Rams. It was, that was a winnable game and they still lost.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, things can get really ugly really fast for that team. So I agree. I wanted to kind of put Geno Smith. In the the biggest loser, um, just because I mean the way that he's played I, I this c- season. Even I though get the Seahawks injury, were probably
1: arguably the worst team uh, on that day, I I wouldn't go that far of Gino just because of the health.
0: And that that's fair to say. Um, the problem was I think that the Black Friday game was even more of a like yes, the Dolphins end up winning this game pretty convincingly. But I mean the Jets, like where do you even start? It's I feel like you, is it. Tim Boyle <laughs> throwing a, a Hail Mary I, man, pick I, six. I, I love like, that Zach video. Zach Wilson got benched for him. Like, Robert Sala, Joe Douglas. It, just the whole franchise right now. Aaron Rodgers has just put them in a spot where they just have become a, like, I, they're they're the team that we all assumed that they would be when Rodgers got hurt, and they tricked us into thinking yeah. they would kind of be good, and now they're just in a complete free fall, and they're the same old Jets.
1: Yeah, there, there's, this is what I thought the Jets would be without Aaron Rodgers, and and yeah, and man, that that play, <laughs> that 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 fail Mary, I, I I love the video of that play, and and then you got Celine Dion and the Titanic, oh, <laughs> a song uh, playing in the background. That's perfect <laughs> for it. Yeah, <laughs> that was perfect. But yeah, I, just a disaster for the Jets and. I mean, what do you do at quarterback? Because assuming Rogers doesn't come back, like, do you really he, want to put a...
0: right? He can't. Like, what's the point? Uh, of Robert him coming saw it, back? he he
1: he he hung on to Zach Wilson for as long as he could. Right. And the, and the second that he to a different quarterback, off. this is what happens. And. I would I would just try to find other options. I don't know who that is or who's out there. Uh, even freaking Wentz and Flacco are on teams. Right? Yeah, like, Flacco's probably gonna
0: be starting for the Browns now, so he's not gonna be an option. Like, yeah, they. they, they... They don't have any option. They have Trevor Simeon, but he can't even play over Tim Boyle. <laughs> like, how is how Tim Boyle is an NFL quarterback makes no sense. I don't know if you've seen his college stats at UConn, but they, they definitely were not indicative of a guy who should be in the NFL right now. But it's just all these guys like they're Aaron Rodgers' buddies, and they they've all been terrible. Alan Lazard was a healthy scratch in this game. Dalvin Cook has been awful. Like the doubt, oh,
1: that that contract is a disaster.
0: Yeah, it, like everything how has gone wrong with this team. It, it just—it's <laughs> not, it, it's it's not like
1: anyone else was, tr- you know, no, really, no, nobody to get else him. wanted to
0: bring him in. Yeah, right. And they—they like, they paid the, the him the next a decent highest amount. bid
1: was probably wasn't even close to that number. Uh, right. So that 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 contract's horrible.
0: Yeah, one carry for two yards in this game. So that's uh. Yeah, yeah, brutal performance overall by the Jets. And there's some reports saying that Aaron Rodgers might keep these guys their jobs, which, I mean, okay, if Aaron Rodgers comes back next year, I know that the Jets' defense is starting to struggle right now, but I think that's so much based on their offense, where it just feels like they've just quit on this team because of how horrible the offense is, knowing they have no chance of winning games. But um, it still feels like, you know, you're putting so much all of your eggs are going in the Aaron Rodgers basket. If something else happens again next year, either another injury or just simply a year off at what thirty-nine years old, he's not the same quarterback you thought he was. Like this, this team. What do they have? Well, what going are their other him? options if they don't? You're right. No, they don't. Well, the if other options would be. You know, fire the GM, fire the coach, and then I, I don't know. Like, you'd probably have to keep Aaron Rodgers, but I don't know that Rodgers wants to – Like, I don't know what this team can do. It does feel like they just have That's to run it back they, and hope uh, for the best. Even though,
1: yeah, it's not an ideal option. Like, what else uh-huh. are they going to do?
0: Yeah. I mean, you just got to stick with Nathaniel Hackett. You got to keep having these oh, guys oh, oh. I on meant, the team. I meant
1: like, at quarterback. I didn't mean that. coach. No, I get it at
0: quarterback. No, <laughs> well, but it's like – No, I get it. They're going to stick with Rodgers. Deal is what you're saying, right? That's almost what it feels like, and that's why they're still there. Like Nathaniel Hackett should not be an offensive coordinator, and you know, for whatever reason, Aaron Rodgers likes (laughs) him. No, no, and I mean, Robert Sala, I do think is a very good coach. Uh, You know, he's certainly a great defensive mind, but he's just (laughs) actually you can make him the biggest loser because uh, apparently there's a new Colgate commercial. I didn't notice this. I wasn't watching after it after the the Phil Mary pick six thing it cut to a commercial of Robert Sala looking at his play sheet and they're like, Oh, what's he trying to come up with here? And he's just brushing his teeth, looking at himself in the mirror. <laughs> it's just a really oh my awful. God. Look. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I just saw that, that commercial today. I, I didn't see it. I'll, I'll make sure that you can see it after, but um, the context behind that, just incredible. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean the, the jets right now, like they, They had their moment. Things were looking good. It it blows my mind that this team managed to beat the Eagles. Uh, Yeah, I I can't believe that
1: the Eagles, they have one loss, and of all teams, it's against the Jets.
0: Right. I mean, after that game, the Jets looked like they were a legitimate AFC playoff threat, and it's just been worse and worse and worse every single week. And, yeah, I don't know what they do at this point. I guess just continue losing with no quarterback and hope that you can You know, get a good good enough draft pick to bring someone else in to help Aaron Rodgers next year.
1: I'm amazed the the drop off from the starting quarterback to backup quarterbacks in this league. Yeah. You go from a starter to a guy who looks like he's never played the position ever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I, I think that so I've I've listened to some backup quarterbacks talk about it and basically say like the difference is they all can do it they're just slightly worse at it. Like, their timing is slightly worse. Their arm strength is slightly worse. Like, little things, and it just all adds up to, into this really large drop-off from, like, you know, Hall of Fame, like, MVP candidate quarterbacks to guys who are they're just there to hold the clipboard and, you know, point at things in the, the it's, quarterback it's, room. It's just
1: crazy, though. You go from a starter to a guy who looks like they shouldn't even be in the league.
0: Yeah, well, and in a lot of cases, the ideal backup quarterback isn't someone that you expect to come in and threaten the starter's job and everything. It's someone who's going to basically be a second assistant coach, you know, second quarterback coach, whatever. And it's never great when they have to be the quarterback long term.
1: But, well, sad as a mean, Patriots fan. The, the backup quarterback is threatening the starter's job, but they just both suck. Right.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that that is a, a big difference. It's kind of why, like, Carson Wentz wasn't able to get a job for as long as he could. He's not someone that you bring in to be your assistant quarterback coach. He's someone who he'd expect to be a starting quarterback. So, um, And that's why, I guess, a guy like Tim Boyle, oh, Aaron Rodgers likes hanging out with him. So that's why he continues to get a job in this league. So, yeah, you know, I get it. There has been a lot of bad football and all the quarterbacks that have been injured have made it even worse. So, but anyway, I guess we can kind of talk about some more of Sunday's games that we haven't addressed yet. I think the big one, you know, we were talking about the Jets beating the Eagles, Eagles beating the Bills in overtime. And this (laughs) game, like, I don't even know. I was so back and forth on this one because I have been very anti bills and like kind of been enjoying things just going back to my my preseason prediction on them to miss the playoffs. But at the same time, like this Eagles team, they're ten and one. They're probably the best team in football. But it's like it just goes along with this whole year of like there's not a dominant team. And I guess it just almost feels frustrating to to see this team like not play super well. And, and then still all of a win. sudden they pull this out. Yeah, like Jalen Hurts is like the MVP front runner when he has what? 15 touchdown passes on the year. He has like all these turnovers. It's because
1: all of them are tush pushes. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. It's just, it's, uh, I, I think that's all kind of of his, something. Or all that of, his, me. of his, all half of his touchdowns, I mean. Yeah, right. All of his touchdowns are, are rushing. And it, right. And that, that's something that should still count for him. But it, I don't know. I think I, I'm kind of annoyed by this Eagles team, but at the same time, like it, it's hard to deny that they're not a great football team because you know they have the best record in the league. They went into Kansas City. The, this is a hard, gritty win in the rain. No, I, and, I yeah.
1: i always hate Super Bowl fifty two, but, 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 uh, I, I don't know. I, I like how the Eagles handle things. That's a team that knows how to win. Great line play, offense, offensive line, defensive line. They're they're special yeah. on both ends. Their secondary has struggled this year, but they do have the players to perform well in their secondary, even though it hasn't performed up to uh, expectations this year. And then great wide receiver duo. They should get Goddard backs. DeAndre Swift has had a bounce back season after failing in Detroit. And then yes, Jalen Hurts. He's not the he's not Mahomes or. Uh, burrow in terms of at least the i don't know just, even Josh just pure Allen. quarterback yeah yeah uh-huh. field general or whatever but i don't know i just the guy's a winner i i, I like jalen hurts I, I definitely i'm definitely a fan and definitely a gritty win and i i don't think i've ever been more confident in a 60 yard field goal going in <laughs> because <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. buf- it's buffalo like, even though it was pouring rain and uh-huh. uh, i i don't know just it's it's Buffalo. It just it just something will go wrong for them, and I don't know. And and Jake Elliott, for whatever reason, he's really clutch at the end of these games. Yeah. and and from sixty plus yards, I think he's he he's made feel. a
0: lot from there. I know it didn't matter. Like even those conditions, it was like the perfect kick to be able to drill that. So. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I did not. I was think thinking was, gonna was go yeah,
1: he's going to hit a field goal, and the Eagles are going to win in overtime. So that's <laughs> what happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, the Bills even won the coin toss. They got ball first. Touchdown would have won the game. They ended up settling for a field and, goal.
1: Unfortunately, Gabe Davis and Josh Allen were on the same page uh, on that play.
0: No, no, because so, he was I mean, wide open. Yeah, right. I think that it, it's one of those things where. Josh Allen, like we critique the turnovers and
1: everything a lot. But he balled out in that game. He's awesome, yeah. He he had that one interception late in the game, but take out that one interception, he was pretty much flawless all game.
0: His Madden curse isn't that he's been bad, it's that he's been really good, but the rest of his team around him has been bad and made him look bad, and it's just... The Bills... uh, I think that they need to go in a different direction at head coach. You know, yeah. firing the offensive coordinator was a good start, but their defense is a problem, and that's what Sean McDermott does. So I think that it's time for them to move on um, and, you know, try to salvage yeah, you, something. I
1: wouldn't do it. This is another one where I, you're you right, I would not do, do it now, now because they're in right. a playoff you got to wait for right them right to officially miss the playoffs. But once, so that yeah, once they very likely miss the playoffs – uh, I, yeah, that's time to pull the plug if they miss the playoffs. Which yeah, which it's it's not impossible. Which I, which I don't think is but, over because if you look at the wild card teams, it's the Steelers, Browns, and Colts. Yeah, right. And then you well, have the Texans in front of them, and uh-huh. they have like, their bye this have, week. Some of those teams so. have played better, but I still look, I I still look at Buffalo as the the better team or best team out of those out of that group. But yeah, their defense is oh, that defense just fails them so so much so often. Especially late in these games,
0: that, and look, like that that's the difference between these teams. Is like some some of these teams have these guys, they have this talent on paper, but they don't have the coaching, or they they have something wrong with them, and that, that's why Buffalo finds themselves at six and six. And their upcoming schedule: Chiefs, could, Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins. Yeah, like, they're,
1: we've 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 mentioned like their tough. schedule is brutal at the brutal at the end of the year, and they could easily be eight and four if they had eleven men on the field oh
0: I know against Denver <laughs> and, yeah
1: and if that f- freaking field goal doesn't go in <laughs> right
0: yeah no they they've had opportunities to win these games they just keep finding ways to lose them is a the big yeah. thing you know that Patriots game found a way to lose that one uh the Jets game that just like they It feels like this team, like I agree, they should still be a really good team and they should be better. Yeah. And that's why it's easy to just kind of write them off and just think, okay, even coming off a bye, are they really going to go to an arrowhead and beat the Chiefs? They could. They've done it plenty of times before, but I don't know. And then Cowboys at home, but even then, like, you know, some of these games coming up, it's none of them, like, they're not inspiring a lot of confidence right now. So all it would take is one win and then they can kind of get back on track, but they got to get that one win and they have not been able to. So, yeah. Um, I guess, you know, somewhat related, they, they are starting to kind of remind me a lot of the Chargers. Just, you know, the whole really good quarterback and everything else is just kind of a mess, and it starts with the head coach there. Ravens are 9-3 and three right now. Um, they beat the Chargers. They are the number one seed in the AFC. And I think that Baltimore, so I know we've kind of, kind of been back and forth in Baltimore Cincinnati obviously at this point the Bengals they're out of it with yeah
1: obviously at this point they're Cincinnati's out and Baltimore is the clear team in that division now
0: yeah I guess what are your thoughts on on the Ravens just seeing them at this point like what are your latest thoughts on that I, like, I, I think know. for us it's always I, been I, in the playoffs are they going you know is Lamar gonna stay healthy like are they gonna put it together because I think they have the talent they've been they've looked really good this year but I I, I I don't know if I'm like I don't, fully bought in on them.
1: The the Mark Andrews injury really hurts them. Right. I, I really do believe that. I agree that. with that. Yeah, he's their second best player or at least offensively. And
0: Yeah, I mean their defense is awesome, but Andrews Andrews is a big loss for that team. So.
1: Yeah, and Odell's looking a little bit better of late. He's got to be more involved now. And I think Zay Flowers has been solid. Not not special, but I, but now he's got to be the guy in the, in the right. passing game at least. Uh Rashad Bateman, he's okay. He's getting healthier at least, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't love Baltimore. I still feel the same way. And then running game, of course, they're one of the uh, obviously one of the most run, run run heavy teams in the league because of Lamar, but Keaton Mitchell definitely provides a lot of speed in that backfield. Yeah, I think they should give him nowhere. more touches. Uh
0: he was their leading rusher in this game not named Lamar Jackson.
1: So which is typically the case for <laughs> any <laughs> running back on, the, on uh, that team. Um yeah, I I I'm I like Baltimore or their chances. I don't love their chances. I don't know. Like but they're going to be in the hunt for the one seed.
0: Yeah. I mean that could certainly go a long way if they're able to lock it up. They do have a difficult schedule, so they play the Rams this week, and then after that, Jaguars, Niners, Dolphins, before ending with the Steelers. So
1: yeah, I, I would like to see how they look against those teams. Um, yeah, I agree. Staying with that. In the obvious, but but yeah, that I do uh, kind of want to see what they're like against, uh, you know, the better part of the league.
0: Yeah, I do think that. They should be taken seriously right now. Their, their defense,
1: but, I their defense, I really like. That's probably yes, their the, defense
0: is a big, big thing for yeah, me as well. Yeah,
1: I'm 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 higher on their defense than their offense. I guess I just want to see what their offense looks like more without Andrews and against better teams that are not as hopeless as LA. <laughs>
0: hmm So I guess just you know some other teams you know just sticking in the AFC. Um, Jaguars beat the Texans in Houston. So I mean, the Jaguars, they struggle against the Texans all the time and now the Texans are finally good and that Jacksonville still able to go in and, and win this game. Uh, I think that this was a big win for Jacksonville and this is a tough loss for Houston. I don't know that I'm like fully bought into either of these teams right now just because it's just like we kind of talked about it with Kenny with the Jaguars where it's like this there's just something missing with this team and you, you know they're even the e- three but... Corey
1: you just talk about that with the Eagles so they're the best know, team in the I know I about every team though it, it, but it's there just isn't like, a dominant uh, team in the league I know
0: I know there are a so lot they, of terrible right. teams and then the good uh,
1: ones you're not sold on because of whatever because, issue that yeah right
0: they're just slightly <laughs> less terrible <laughs> you can say that about pretty like. much
1: any team in the league oh the Chiefs yeah well they they could repeat okay well they got nothing in terms of uh, weapons after Kelsey and yeah. Uh, in the passing game, at least.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, the receivers, yeah, they they continue to kill them in yeah, multiple it, games this year. It's
1: Rasheed Rice occasionally and then a, a random touchdown from guys like Watson or MVS if he's not dropping it in the end zone. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, Trevor Lawrence has played really well the past couple games, though. So I, I think that, to me, is is the key for the Jaguars. and. Oh, if uh, the quarterback
1: they're... plays well? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Well, well, and I guess you could say that about it on any team.
0: No, I know, but I, I think that to me, sorry, let me rephrase that. The reason why I was anti-Jacksonville was that Trevor Lawrence wasn't looking as special as I thought he would this year. But now he's starting to kind of put it together, so okay. I'm. So that's why I'm like starting to kind of buy back into this team here, um, and feeling like okay, maybe they can actually make some noise in the playoffs. But they also like both the Jaguars and the Lions do kind of have that where like okay, I really believe in this team like they seem like something they they can be great but it's also like you're talking about these two franchises that like what I've have done they ever nothing done forever yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that's also part of it whereas like if you don't see them just lighting it up and you see like one game where they look horribly like okay that's what they're gonna do in the playoffs
1: yeah but, they don't have the same pedigree as other right. teams yeah
0: which i don't know if that's totally fair to say but i mean I i think that's just the reality of when you talk about some of these teams
1: and look at them so. Fair. <laughs> Um, it's funny that like oh well if Trevor Lawrence starts playing well then I'll start to believe I'm 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 the opposite we're like wow Dak Dak Prescott's looked amazing for two months I still think they're gonna choke in the playoffs
0: (laughs) (laughs) no I mean I've I've fully bought into the Cowboys because of how Dak Prescott has played I know Uh, it's I get it it is it's one of those things where hey only one team can win a Super Bowl only two teams can get there only four teams go to conference championship game like you know some of these teams that are, are good in normal years are going to lose and even these teams that are good for 2023 like they're not going to to you know win much in the playoffs and they're going to have really difficult ends of their season so um and then it's kind of going through here are you buying into the broncos
1: um uh, that one uh as a playoff team uh, I, i'd imagine that's what you mean like not like a super bowl contender yeah, right. but I, mean, it's, I think it's but, way too early to say yeah that. They, they've definitely have looked much better i thought that Remember when we were talking about the Bears and the Broncos and just yeah like, right what, what a disaster just, both teams were and then all of a sudden uh-huh. they get on this run like good for no seriously good for Denver uh because we thought they'd be the laughing stock of the league again and right and then you Dude. see him beat you see him beat Kansas City uh, and then you see him beat Buffalo and I know Minnesota I know it's Josh Dobbs but th- they were killing Minnesota, it for yeah a they were time. playing really well they going were to yeah they in. had a huge winning streak and so. For them to beat those three teams and then a Cleveland team that, yeah, they don't have Watts anymore, but they were what, seven and three? Yeah. I mean, their the defense
0: game? is great, and the defense was really a non factor in this one.
1: Yeah. So, so. Do I buy them as a possible playoff team? Yeah, I do, which is just crazy to say. Yeah, it's
0: crazy to think about. I mean, they've won five in a row. It's hard to look at this team and not think, like, oh, they actually have a shot here. So yeah, their I, I, next so, three games are going to be a big key. All on the road, Houston, L.A. Chargers, Detroit. Uh,
1: so, so so we agree, but, like, Super Bowl, no. no absolutely. Too, yeah, way too but, early but, to say but that. But in, uh, in terms of being a playoff team, do – do I b- believe or do I buy that their their chances of becoming one? Yeah, I, I do buy that.
0: Well, and the, the the big key to them, Russell Wilson has been great. He's not turning the ball over. I think he's a nineteen to four touchdown interception ratio. So yeah, that sounds very right. good. Yeah, I mean they have uh, a a Super Bowl winning head coach in Sean Payton. He's someone who I kind of started to sour on him early in the season. Be like, oh, because his ego gets degrees. in the way sometimes. Yeah, yeah, right. he definitely runs his mouth. Sometimes uh, a little bit too much. Right. And you see all the losses, but I think that, you know, he's certainly been a huge addition for them. And I don't understand how, what happened with this defense. They give up 70 points to the Dolphins. I think they've given up 80 total points since, or at <laughs> least in this five game winning streak. It's an, insane to me just thinking back what this team was in September and early October and who they are now. So. Uh, I mean, it, th- they're definitely a team that I think is you got to keep an eye on. I they're, can't believe I'm saying
1: it after what we just saw the first month of the year, right? In Denver, like, oh, you can easily write them off now, but you still think of Jets them game. as the same
0: team at times. I know, right? The Jets game is like that was the one. I thought, I was thought like, That was the
1: right. icing on the cake for their season.
0: <laughs> they've they've been incredible pretty much ever since. So it is uh it is wild to me how this team has been able to turn things around like they have. So. Uh, they're definitely one that I'm watching out for. Um, you know, still think that the Chiefs are going to to hold them off in the AFC West, but uh, you know, if the Broncos keep winning, the, the can certainly get at least mildly interesting there if the the Chiefs stumble a, a couple more times. So, um, but yeah, I think uh, looking forward, Week 13 should be an interesting one. Um, yeah, Eagles, n- n- of course, niners Eagles
1: is the obvious. -hmm. Must game, must watch game. Yeah. Are you gonna be able to watch it though?
0: Now that you say that. Yes,
1: I, I I can, I I can still watch it. I can still watch uh, the Sunday, this upcoming Sunday game. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you're gonna be in Hawaii by then, though, right?
1: Tuesday, a week from today.
0: Oh, the Tuesday after you leave.
1: Yeah, I can still watch the week thirteen games.
0: Ah, okay. So, so you leave on Tuesday, December fifth. Yeah. So. Yeah, so uh, you will not be on the podcast next week because you'll be flying to Hawaii.
1: No. <laughs> yeah,
0: but we'll see. So you're going out for a, a marathon, like the full
1: 26.2. Yeah, I mean, I- I'll try to finish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know you said
0: your goal is to finish at a reasonable time, four hours, right?
1: I'll, it'll definitely be for something. Like, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to finish. That's it.
0: Yeah, which, I mean... Being able to finish a marathon is, I think, a, a huge accomplishment that a lot of people cannot do. I don't, I can't even picture myself finishing a half marathon, let alone a full marathon. So, uh, definitely, you know, excited to hear how that goes for you. I, guess <laughs> I just, don't know if
1: I'm excited to know how it goes for me. No, uh, I'll, I, I mean, I'll, I'll do my best, of course. And, uh, uh-huh. I believe in you. Yeah. Uh, I'm so. I, I mean, I've, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I definitely will, uh, be sore and gassed <laughs> by the end but yeah. hopefully uh-huh. it'll be worth it
0: right and um, you'll be in hawaii so you'll yeah
1: th- i mean like that's that's also it like not just doing that but also being with being with uh some of our friends in our in our uh you know fancy football league group chat mm-hmm. yeah it should it'll definitely be fun definitely have already made lots of plans already yeah. And then who yeah. knows, maybe maybe I'll be able to <laughs> do an episode there.
0: Right, yeah, we'll see. So I think that's kind of the programming note. So we know you will not be on next week, maybe the week after. See I always play the Patriots on I know you know, I Thursday do. night. <laughs> so. I'm sh I'm I am
1: i am we will definitely be texting, I'm sure uh, uh, about that. When they when the Patriots lose again.
0: <laughs> Are you like so when you watched the Giants game, like were you where I guess did you watch the Giants game? I, First of all, like we so I watch so like what I would Red do Zone? is I, I watch Red Zone,
1: uh-huh. but sometimes I would change it back to the Patriots Giants to yeah. watch to to just watch some of that game. But man, that, that that game is so ugly to watch that it's hard it's hard to watch a lot of it. So right, I, I was back and forth with and, and Red Zone would show that game sometimes anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think people wanted to know what what was happening, who was losing yeah. and everything. Um, so
1: so what was your question? So that, my that question just... is when you're
0: watching, are you still like rooting for the Patriots being like, okay, like at least look competent
1: here or are you actively rooting against them? Can I say both because yeah, I, I want them to have a, as good of a draft pick as possible. But at the same time, it's like okay, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm rooting from the lose a little bit, but at the same time, can they just look like a freaking <laughs> re- real actual football team like they can they stop looking like a clown show like that that's i want them to look at least respectable in their losses right give it right. give it their full effort not be totally dysfunctional of, of, of a franchise and making stupid coaching decisions or just even just wretched turnovers <laughs> off uh, like matt jones the last But it's like all year, but especially these last couple games, it's just been – complete disaster like they're not just bad interceptions like, he's just throwing them oh, off yeah, his they're... back foot <laughs> uh-huh. straight up giving it away. can they just look respectable so <laughs> it, I'm it's kind of both uh, I know you're, I know you're like
0: content with the losses but yes you you don't want to them to just get shut out every single week and you know blown out and not look like they belong in the National Football League
1: they've their last three losses have been to Sam Howell Gardner Minshew and Tommy DeVito
0: <laughs> yeah not great no. and uh they play your Chargers this week. Are you going to be rooting for LA? Or are they too much of a lost cause to even care about no, that?
1: I, I, but those are talk about two teams that need to <laughs> fire their coach.
0: Yeah. So. No, and I, 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 get I, it. I don't I know. Think-
1: Maybe I don't know. One of their wins is against Buffalo, one cursed team. How about another <laughs> against another cursed team?
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it is it is interesting if they were to manage to win any of more of these games coming up. And it, there is at least a they're little both, bit they're of both like a buffer. They're both disasters. Buffer, yeah.
1: <laughs> a, a, a lot of it has to do with the injuries with the Chargers. Like Matt, Mike Williams out for the year. Josh Palmer out for the year, probably at least. Uh. Austin Eckler has not looked any. No, he's like, – his he he had that ankle injury after week one, and even when he comes back, he has not looked anywhere near. I I, I don't know if it's age or I think it's the ankle, but whatever it is, it's like he has he hasn't looked the same at all. And yeah, Quinn I don't Johnson, think he's getting that long term contract sticks. he wanted. <laughs> oh, he's uh, brutal to watch. I thought he was going to be pretty good in, in the NFL after seeing. No,
0: he's he's been terrible. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, people are very much giving Jalen Rieger, Justin Jefferson comparisons yeah, with honestly, quentin johnson yeah. and zay flowers which same team I, I mean, too zay with flowers, minnesota right yeah zay flowers is way too early to you know compare him to justin jefferson but he certainly looks really solid like he looks like the guy that the chargers should have taken as their wide receiver and, instead and, S-
1: and smith and jigba he's been he's been okay he hasn't been gray, but i think he can have a better second half of the well last month of the year yeah um, I don't know. I th- I think he'd be more involved in their offense, but Quinn Johnson. Wow. Yeah, he might already suck. Like he he that after after one year, that pick might already be a, a, a dud.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it it certainly looks like it right now.
1: Like they are so. blaming the injury. Like no, he got benched in that game.
0: <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. I think that. Uh... He's just like another example of you know why the Chargers can't have nice things. It's just something <laughs> goes wrong with that team all the time. He just don't yeah, even know what it is. You know, you know some things are gonna go wrong. Yeah, it's not, I, not it just be one. Uh, uh,
1: depending on who their next coach is, because yeah, Staley's gone, there's just right. no way he comes back after this year. Uh, depending on their who their next coach is, will I believe him next year? We'll see. But I don't know. <laughs> like I've them and the Cowboys hold on, held on too long. And I, I just, uh, even I've given up on them.
0: <laughs> yeah. They'll sign some like big free agent after hiring like a notable coach and you know, Oh, I'm oh, back ha- on. Back yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, uh, that'll do it for this one. So um, I think we still will have an episode next week, just not featuring Brian Wells uh, so look forward to that and we'll have you back I'll be on looking forward to that. soon yeah <laughs> yeah we'll have you back on soon so good luck in your uh, your marathon um, you know and uh, finish that's all you all that's you that's, do. that's the goal that's, that's the it goal. that's the goal yeah <laughs> so with
1: a respectable time like you said though yeah <laughs> right Respe- like, you know don't just like 10 hours like no walk uh, like, it no I yeah, don't just finish. crawl it <laughs> yeah oh. yeah right <laughs> like I want to finish like you said, in the four something yep.
0: yeah yeah so i i definitely believe in your chances i know you've been training for it so you wouldn't go to hawaii to run a marathon if you didn't think you had at least somewhat of a chance of finishing it so right so all right so anyway for my co-host brian wells i'm gordon thanks everyone